Welcome to Beyond Our Focus. I'm Stefan, this is Amanda, and this is Breaking Prisms for February 12th, where we go over Black Mirror and The Twilight Zone. Today, Twilight Zone, Season 1. I don't even know how many episodes are in Season 1. There's a lot. A lot. 20, 20-something. Yeah. yeah. So Season 1, Episode 13, we're getting through it, called The Four of Us Are Dying. Dun, dun. There's only two of us here, but I'm... you'll see the other two soon enough. Split? <laughs> Maybe. Is that what this is turning into? So, we have our great narrator. Mm-hmm. The best part of the Twilight Zone right there is our narrator. Our jammer, 36. A Which, cheap man. There's a lot of, like, 36-year-olds in these, like... Yep, our last character, Fred Renard, was 36 years old, too. I'm, I'm sure <laughs> if you went to, I'm sure there's wikis and stuff, like the most popular number in the Twilight Zone. It must be, it might be 36, I don't know. I'm sure I, there's some things that reoccur a lot. Uh, I watched a little thing about uh, Black Mirror, yeah. and they were talking about things, and how they reuse things, and there's some big similarities between different episodes. Yeah. I still wanted, I didn't look into it, but I still want to know for sure if the bar was the same in those two episodes. I'm sure that it was. I just want to know. Just for the convenience sake of it. Uh, But anyways, we have Arch Hammer, 36 years old. He was a salesman, a dispatcher, a truck driver, a con man, a bookie, and a part-time bartender. He was a cheap man. he's, He's been all these things. Why would you be a part-time bartender? (laughs) I assume maybe the person? I don't... But yes, he was a cheap man. A cheap man. Cheapness of mind. Of course, the very first thing I recognized was him walking in whatever city he was supposed to be in. I don't... With the very... Very fake backgrounds. Yes, the bright neon signs that are all weirdly layered and like the giant ones that are kind of just look like pictures on sticks. Uh, yeah, yeah, just how the buildings looked. And they were like, oh, those are clearly co- cardboard cutouts. So you didn't even, <laughs> didn't even pretend that it's a real city. He's, he's very clearly on a set. Well, he's a cheap man. <laughs> a cheap man with a cheap set. But yes, he has a master plan to destroy lives. I don't know, it just seemed... Really cheap. Compared to other episodes. Yeah. We've, we've been a lot of places. We've been on a comet that was literally just desert, but still was a comet. <laughs> they had a ship, a rocket ship going to space. We've, I mean, we've had people in actual towns and things. And this one's like, yeah, y'all didn't even try. I guess they just really wanted you to get that nice cheap feel and just focus on him and his cheapness. They're like, we paid too many actors for this one. <laughs> Could be, could be, but yes, his he was at Hotel Real. That was the best part. Is and that what it was called, Real? Hotel Real, like real life, real. Sure, because <laughs> nothing else about that set was real. But yes, uh. and all he had was what two was it two suitcases and some newspaper clippings something like that and they kept going back and forth and every time we went back to him it was someone different yes he was the narrator tells you he has a talent 
a special talent he learned at a young age where he could change faces if he concentrated really hard. Which, technically... I have issues. Technically, technically that's correct, but one of the catches seems that he has to have seen a picture of something. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I have some issues. This episode (laughs) I have issues with. But yes, uh, so... The first clipping we see is of Johnny Foster, a deceased trumpeter. Yes. He picks up a newspaper clipping, he looks at this man, and then he is this man. Yes. And then I recommented again how fake the city looks. <laughs> it was bugging Leave me. Leave it alone. It was really bugging me. So he moseys on down to a club where you... Open on a woman singing the blues. Yep, singing the blues. Um, I don't know her name. What was it? Maggie. Yeah, Maggie. Good old Maggie. He's staring at Maggie. She walks over and sits down and he just goes up to her. To which she very clearly knows him. Which is weird because I'm pretty sure when he first walks into the club he is himself. Because when he's just standing there staring at her, he has his own face. Maybe so. And then when you, when she walks over to him, her eyes just get huge and then it turns to him and suddenly he's this dude thing. But uh, anyway, so she of course gets done playing. Some guy tries to hit on her. She's like, no, I'm not having any. I'd rather drink alone. Solo. So she goes off, sits by herself, and that's when he approaches. Johnny? So clearly, Maggie knows him. Very, very clearly knew Johnny. I think Johnny might be a ghost. (laughs) Are you a ghost, Johnny? Yes, yes, he's a ghost. We've determined that we don't know if he can walk through walls, but he is a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Yes, to which he does say that he's like, nope. Pretty much he's just like... I thought you got hit by, what was it, like a train or yes. something? It's like, ah, different guy. Same, same suit. Same, same suit, yeah. same whatever. Same, maybe same dentist. Yeah. yeah. She's like, well, why didn't you tell me? He wanted to get out of the scene. Yeah. He wanted to get away. Yes, he wanted to get away from that and then points to the pe- the band playing. To which we very quickly transitioned to him wanting to like, Maggie, come with me. Yes. We can leave. We can get away from it all. We go to you, Chicago. <laughs> you can tell that these, they, they have a connection to the point that she's like hugging his arm and like nuzzling his hand. Yes, yes. She's very infatuated <laughs> with him. More, very strongly so. So uh, they, he, he pretty much convinces her. Well, he doesn't really need to convince her. All he needs to say is, this is the time. This is the place. Twelve oh six westbound to Chicago. Yeah. Twelve oh six, a very peculiar time. <laughs> not twelve on the dot. Not twelve thirty. Twelve fifty. Twelve oh six. Yeah, it's a it's a train. Trains are weird. I've only been on train once. But uh, so yes, yeah, so she's like, I'll go anywhere with you, pretty much, and then it's like, well, finish up here and meet me at the train station. Yes, I'll get the tickets. To which he walks, starts to walk out when the guy stops playing from the band and is like, Johnny? Johnny, is that you? <laughs> he completely ignores him, just keeps walking. And the guy follows him outside and is like, Johnny, 
I, I can't believe it's you, man. And then just here and like tries to light a cigarette and... Dun, dun, dun. It's not Johnny. No, it's, it's the normal guy's face. It's Arch's face. And he's like, well, I'll take the light, but I'm not your man. Yeah. <laughs> to which the guy's like way over here with the lighter. So he's like... Yeet. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we get back to the hotel, and he looks at a different person on the newspaper. Yes. Becomes someone else. We move over to Virgil Sturig or Sturig. I don't know how to say his last name. Either way, so pretty much a hoodlum, a a uh, mobster, gangster guy who was shot up in a river. So once again, another dead guy. Yeah, no dead guy. He don't well be dead guys at the moment. Uh, so he goes to this nice little fancy house, to which very clearly, I don't even know if it's really ever clearly stated, is the mobster, the big boss mobster. Yes, Mr. Pinnett. Which is funny. As soon as he walks in, the guy gets, like, terrified. Because, of course, he knows this guy's dead. Yeah. He's like, he's seen a ghost. But he just just barely bumps into the TV, to which it <laughs> shatters. Yes, he wa- he pretty much, like... Stumbles back and you just go with the bottle and it's like, it's like. There's a, he, he broke his picture tube. Yes. Yeah, it's like, picture tubes are expensive, you know, bottle, a beer, bottle of beer you can replace. It's like. Well, they're expensive <laughs> and apparently extraordinarily fragile. Well. So yes, we find out that the reason why virgil is back from the dead is to get his cut of the money yes which i want to know how he knows all these people besides like the obituary like how does he know that this guy owes this guy money like how does he know about virgil i mean i could say that most likely it's probably just decent guesswork (laughs) he shot him up they probably, newspaper probably said he was on to some job and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And it probably had some kind of actual definition in it. And just assumed that the big mobster, the big guy, whoever killed him took the money. Yeah. So it's probably just some, some guesswork on his part. Well, it turned out to be right. Because apparently the guy was like, uh, like I, I want my cut. Like, I want my cut. And he's like, oh, it's in the drawer. Let me get it for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ain't going to get nothing for me. Which drawer? He gets, he goes over there, grabs all the money. Yes. He's like, well, I mean, you just, I mean, your cup was just 20%. But well, there was interest. Yes. Interest for being thrown in the river. <laughs> yes, time spent in the river occurred interest. So, that's uh, getting shot in the gut, the yes. belly. Yes. So he was like, I'm taking all of it and puts it in his nice little suit coat pocket and goes to turn around and next thing you know two people bust through the door and it's it, it, it's time to go yeah, he's out and of course mr pennant is immediately no longer scared and it's just like stop that man he's a thief well at that point mr pennant's no longer by himself he is now has his bodyguards or whomever they may be to uh to beat up this guy for him yeah so he runs and he goes out the door and and then the, this this is where it starts start things start going downhill for me in this episode. <laughs> he has trouble changing. He's like 
he he runs and he runs and he finds an alleyway and he's like, I gotta focus, I gotta focus, I gotta focus. He literally, the thing is, it's not even that, he didn't even think he's gotta focus. The man forgets he can change his face for the longest time. He's just trying to escape. And it's like, yeah, I can change, I can change my face. I can change my face. Instead of just going like back to his normal face, yeah. what you would assume has to be the easiest thing to do is go back to normal. Yeah, it seemed pretty easy when he walked out of the club. Yeah, it was just... He's back. He's back. No big issue at all. This is the tension apparently. Finally sees this, looks like a boxer poster. Yes. And changes it to him. And they come up to him and, oh, oh, whoa. What did I do? What did I do, you guys? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, I didn't do anything to you. And he's like, oh, sorry. We thought you were somebody else. And they just turn around and walk away. Not like he's the only guy in that area. (laughs) And they couldn't have got a good look at him anyway when he busted out. I mean, that could have been the guy. Like, it's just one of those moments where you're like, you're not even going to ask him, like, hey, did you see a man come through here? Like, which, what are you, you going to do? <laughs> but apparently they're too, you know, mafia for that and decided to go away. And he starts to walk away and he comes down and gets out of the alley. And then this guy running a newspaper stand, essentially, yeah. comes up to him and very, very, of course, very clearly knows who he is. Yeah. Andy? Is that you, Andy? And of course, he doesn't know who this old man is. He doesn't even know who he is, technically, yes. at the moment. She's like, what What game are you playing, Andy? Is there something wrong with your head? So I guess, yes, there is. It's uh, called, it's wrong. The face is on the wrong body. Yeah, pretty much. Which, that's another thing. When when the guy's left, why not just change back into your own face? Yeah, he could easily just gone back. He could, originally, period, could have gone into his normal face. Yeah. Two, he could have just switched back to his normal face just so he's not some rando. Yeah. Like, clearly, like, you've, you've had people recognize you as two two people now, so why not go back to someone before you get mistaken and then bad things happen? Why Be smart. But anyway, this old man, turns out he's this Andy, he's Andy's father. Yes. And Andy ran out on his mother and him. And yes. He's a terrible person, and this old fella is, like, really... Aggressive with it. He he's his his son is he, his son is dead to him. He made his mother cry. He broke the heart of a sweet young girl, and just he's he's nothing anymore. And you can't you don't even know who I am. You don't even recognize me. Yeah, well you're dead to me. Blah blah blah. It's like okay, good uh, good job. Aggressive Pops. enough that he has to push the old man away and down to get, actually yes. get away from him. Well, it got to the point where the guy started shouting. He's like, hey, look, it's Andy. It's the great Andy Marshak or whatever. Best fight. And he's Drawing like, way too much attention. And so he pretty much goes away back to his hotel room and starts packing his shit. He's ready to go. He got his girl. He got his money. It is time to bounce. Yes. Which... I think at that point, if you're going to be meeting this chick, why, why not just change back into that face? <laughs> that particular one? <laughs> All right. I guess we'll go over what happens next and then reflect on that yes. for a minute. It's obvious that someone is picking the lock to his apartment, or no, his hotel door. Yes. You can hear it very clearly. And he just kind of sneaks but- <laughs> behind the door. And this guy just opens it up. Like, okay. And then he closes the door and it's like, 
Is that where you stand when someone... <laughs> you always, you always stand behind the door? When someone breaks into my place, I do. Pretty much. Well. This weirdest little interaction almost ever. Yeah. Apparently, they seem to kind of know each other. It this is like a be. cop, it seems, in some way. He's, he's arresting him for some reason. Yeah, that's the thing, is that he's a detective. He, I don't know beyond that what he is, because there was no other information. It's just he's the detective. And so, being that the guy is in his original face, we have to assume that maybe somebody has been catching on to some of this guy's cons or figuring out something. We don't know anything because they don't tell us anything. So... Pretty much, he knows somebody's after him. That's why he's, of course, in a hurry to get out. And yet, why not just change your face? So he... It's all peculiar, like, can I at least get my coat? Is it really nonchalant at that point? Just like he gives the entire thing up. Like, that was it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like, and, but you think he's going to do something. He's not going to do anything. And the guy has a gun on him. Yeah. And he's very suspicious of him. And he grabs his coat and his hat. And they start heading downstairs and... Like, okay, this is interesting. Okay, something, something's going to happen. Yeah. And then they get in the, 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 what kind of door do you call it? I forgot what it's called. A revolving door. Revol- a little revolving, revolving door. door. And we go in, and the one guy comes out, and the other guy just goes back in. <laughs> and he's like, oh, and he goes back in after him, and they come back around, and he just steps out, and he's someone different. Yes, it's or Andy he's, again. He's, whatever reason, Andy yeah, was the guy yeah. he chose. <laughs> yes. So he hopped Once again, changed his face. Immediately. Like that. Not a problem in the world. Yes. Like that. So he is Andy again, and the guy's like, oh, I'm sorry. Did Did you see someone come out of here? No. (laughs) I would have totally said, yeah. I told you, yeah. He just went that way. (laughs) Well, I mean, whether he's running out or running back in, you're still fine. That's all I would have said. I would have given him a reason to go somewhere else. So the guy ran back in, and... The guy kind of smirks to himself and is like, I'm scot-free, ready to go, and turns, and the old man is sitting there again. Standing there, I should say. Yeah, with a gun. Yes. With a gun. Because for whatever reason, he followed or figured out how he was in this particular area after he went and got his gun, unless he kept it at the newsstand. And he is so angry with Andy that he's going to shoot him. And for whatever reason, good old Arch here cannot think the how to change his face <laughs> to save his life. Literally save he's, his life. He's literally like, wait, I can prove I'm not the right or the guy you're looking for. Just let me concentrate. I gotta concentrate. And he's like literally shaking and the guy's like, no. And kills him. Right there. Falls down and we get some little weird montage thing between the faces or whatever yes it's uh according to the wiki thing that is something that actually happens is that his face starts changing back and forth between all of them while the guy's sitting there watching and supposedly the guy this was funny it was funny because um i do like as i said like to go back and read the plots to see if there was any little things and it says that um Arch is laying on the ground dying as all his four faces flick. And it's like, 
as the old man watch like looks down at him shocked and i'm like dude that guy didn't look phased at all no he didn't <laughs> as soon as they started painting them like he looked exactly the same yep they seemed to care a whole he lot he was just like eh. <sighs> 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 yeah so there was a, there was some uh and why did this guy only have four faces why couldn't he just switch to whomever he wanted to? Uh, I think I think it this was just talent, this episode. Well, this talent he has of changing in the people, he made it seem really difficult to do that. That he could always do it. He's been able to do it for a long time. That he wasn't just flicking in between faces at will whenever he wanted to. I I don't know. Like, and if he had it for a long time, it shouldn't be hard to do because he uses it a lot. And there's you. I think it's one of those things where like he maybe gets to a new town. He takes the newspaper, clips out faces from the the obituary, and uses those in his con, and then moves on to a different town. I don't know if there's a limit to how many faces he can change into in a day, but <laughs> I don't know any of this. I don't know. I just, it's just, I just it's issues weird. It's with this weird. particular episode. <laughs> it felt extraordinarily low budget compared to some of the other episodes. And it's just, just not the plot. I mean, I love the idea. We've gone over shape shifting before, yeah. and I, it, it's cool, and I like that idea, and it's interesting. But this episode just—I forgot what we had talked about at one point, where we had come to the conclusion that would be a waste of shape shifting power, and I don't remember what it was. Besides this, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, either that or it was another episode where we're like, that was a waste of a gift. Immortality, I think it was. Someone had immortality and you're like, he totally wasted this gift. But I can't remember why. Maybe it was the one where he was trying to kill himself so many times. Yes, yes it it was. He was trying to feel pain. He only had it for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Another episode I had a lot of quarrels with. (laughs) (sighs) But, yes. Any last thoughts on it? No, not particularly <laughs> thrilled with this episode. No, I'm, I, I am kind of sad because we had really two really good ones in a row. And it was like, Twilight Zone, you're heading up again. And then it's just like, yeah. Now, for y'all, uh, if anyone who... You probably haven't made it this far. Most people don't. We should say this top of the show <laughs> one day. Just to try to see if some of the good people we know are watching this. If you have any ideas how you want us to approach the Twilight Zone, the new series done by Jordan Peele, which I'm super interested in, probably going to get CBS All Access. <laughs> because of, one, Twilight Zone's coming to CBS All Access. Yeah. Two, they have Star Trek Discovery, oh. which is on CBS All Access, and they're in the season two now. And three, that new show, The World's Best it's like AGT. Oh, yeah. It's also it. there. <laughs> so none of it's coming to Hulu, so I can't watch it that way. Yeah. So it's 10 bucks a month, though. I'm just like, ah, do I really want to pay that? <sighs> but for y'all, I think we're going to have to break down and at least do it for a, few, a little bit to watch The Twilight Zone and figure out how we want to approach incorporating that into the show. Actually, I'm curious. By that point... I wonder if Black Mirror would be done. Will we close to done with Black Mirror? If, if not done, we'll have to check that out. And we may just double up on the Twilight Zone. Because Black Mirror will be done, at least until the new season comes out. Because yeah. I know we're getting one at some point. We still got to do Bandersnatch. And at some point. <laughs> <laughs> do Bandersnatch. 
Oh, Lord. You're we'll behind. figure it out. We're behind. And let y'all know, at some point, let us know if you enjoyed the episode, because I did not particularly that much. It was, if you guys caught anything we did not, if you guys have a different perspective on it, like you can see why he wouldn't be able to do any do certain things when he should be able to, let us know, because we love hearing that stuff. Next time on the Twilight Zone, it's called Third, uh, Third from the Sun. The description was something about them trying to escape and fly to Mars or something. As I say, third rock from the sun is Mars, I believe. Yeah. So, so they tried to escape, but they, it was the weirdest description. <laughs> it really was. How they said it, but they have to get past this rude person. I think it was like the Indian thing. It was like, that's really weird. They have to get past this rude person. It was, okay. it was just, we'll go with it. But next, It was so odd. Next episode is Black Mirror, which is... Yes, next week is Black Mirror called Hated in the Nation. Which I know we went over that last time, but... Did we? We, we, we did. We really did. All right, here we go. Uh, a man who can... Nope, this is this one. With nuclear destruction looming, a pilot and a scientist plot to flee to another planet in a stolen spaceship, but must first handle a rude official. I don't know. <laughs> like, what a weird way. Like, okay, it's interesting, interesting, interesting... What? Oh, a rude guy. Okay. We have to, okay, sure. Hit him with a shovel. <laughs> so it's just kind of peculiar all to itself. And then Hated in the Nation. Let me go to season three real quick. Our last episode of season three is the death of a journalist at the center of a social media firestorm leads a veteran detective and her tech-savvy apprentice to a chilling discovery. Isn't this one longer? Yes. It's an hour and a half. Okay, so, so meaning... Try not to wait till <laughs> they all but to watch it. And I do remember this one's... There's a... We've seen stuff like this before. I'm pretty sure this is this. I think they... It's being filmed, and the more people that tune in, the worse the thing happens, or oh, the faster okay. it happens. I believe that's what's in this one. Hmm. Interesting. Which I think we've seen that. I think they've played with that in, like... I've seen like different episodes. I think there was like a episode of Bones that was like that. Yeah. And I, um, there's even I think a couple movies that are based off stuff like that. Yeah, I think just like some horror movie stuff. Yeah. But as always, you can reach me at Stars Untraveled, reach a man at KZ Pop, reach the show at Beyond Our Focus on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, podcast services, and YouTube. Leave some comments down below, like the video, and subscribe to the channel. Sorry, every time I. Every time you're like this, what is this? You're like this? this. I don't know. I don't know what she's talking about. I can't karate chop in the air. I don't get it. No, anymore. it was just you went like this, and it just reminded me of whole skating Marie, getting, getting, skating Marie. That's right. You're homeschooled. Never mind. What were y'all doing in public school? <laughs> what weird stuff were you doing? <laughs> Till next time. Long days and pleasant nights.